everybody welcome to this segment i want to i know this is gonna be controversial um i did a basic news report on this early in the week when it was breaking news that bill cosby was being released from prison because the supreme court of pennsylvania overturned his conviction due to him having a non-prosecution agreement already with the prior da therefore barring any uh inquiry or further uh prosecution of which we obviously know happened and he served about two years of a 10-year sentence for allegedly uh assaulting drugging uh andrea constant i believe is her name how you pronounce her name but there's been a lot of hot takes a lot of hot takes about is this right is this good whatever whatever i've reserved overt opinion in either guilt or innocence as it concerns mr cosby dr cosby but i will go forward in this moment right now <laughs> to give that i know it'll be controversial i know many on the left and the right uh conservative or liberal will not agree with me and that's fine you don't have to agree with me um but nevertheless at at the risk of of controversy i'll do it i'll i'll share because i feel I, I should as a black man i should um i'll say this I don't take sexual assault lightly. This is a disclaimer. I don't take um, accusations of molestation, sexual abuse, anything lightly. I don't take abuse of women lightly and think it's something that was passe and all of that. But when we live in an age of Me Too, believe all women, regardless of what they say, how they say it, regardless of how sketchy the accusations may seem or how or regardless of how much the burden of proof has not been met we have a problem in terms of mob justice and mob rule period i don't like mob justice i don't like mob rule i'm old-fashioned since i believe the court of law should determine a person's uh, to determine a person's guilt that's it they don't determine a person's innocence they determine a person's guilt in this that under our under our system a person black white orange yellow gay straight whatever is guilty i mean is innocent until proven guilty but in the in public opinion in, in mob justice a person is guilty and then you have to work hard to prove them innocent that's not how it should go and i think in cosby's case the court of public opinion him being one of the highest one of the high profile cases it, at the start of the me too era he was guilty in public opinion until the courts had to prove him innocent and it became a verdict that was set when it started when the trial started i want to open with this tweet from judge joe brown as i'll be reacting to mark lamont hill and judge joe brown's conversation with a little context with a little context i want to react to this um judge joe brown tweeted this out the day that it was announced that uh, Dr. Cosby will be released. His convictions overturned. Dr. Cosby's free. Is this is a travesty? Mob justice. This tragedy of mob justice has been resolved appropriately, as I have preached. The assault on the Fifth Amendment and due process was disgusting. Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction has been thrown out by Pennsylvania highest court. To which Alyssa Tate responded, "Bill Cosby was the last symbol of a re of a revered black father figure." who had a positive and empowering message of family values for the black community. 
The left targeted him with this Me Too movement she's, she's, she's referring to. The left targeted him so they can prop up their own puppet leaders like Lil Nas X. She cites Lil Nas X. I dare say he got worse got worse out there than Lil Nas X, but she cites him. That sell degeneracy to black society. She goes on to say, I don't know whether Cosby allegations are true or not. Here's the key. It's not my job to say if it's true or not. It's not my job to say if the allegations are true or not. It's not my job. Number one, I'm not a lawyer. Number one, I'm not, I have no stake in it legally. It's not my job as an onlooker and a commentator to say he's guilty. No, it's not my job. It's my job to point out what I see as, number one, a double standard. Number two, what I see as a violation of due process. And number three, what I see as a hyper uh, hijacking of the justice system where mob rule and mob justice already guaranteed and determined an outcome of a trial. He was, again, in the court of public opinion, guilty unto proven innocent. And that's not how justice in this country should work. I don't know whether Cosby allegations are true or not, Melissa Tate goes on, but I know the media ignores most of them, and this is true, and only hype up ones against the person they want to destroy that don't fit the narrative. A few years ago, uh, he, gave a, uh, he gave a speech, Bill Cosby, attacking the, the, the degeneracy in the black community. He was lampooned and lambasted for doing so. I believe it was the pancake or the pound cake speech, pound cake speech. He was attacked by the black community and white liberals for doing so. With the aid of degenerates and black liberals, he was attacked by it. years later. The left, again, as the Me Too movement was surfacing, saw an opportunity and pounced on it. And in the court of public opinion, said this man was guilty before proving before he even stepped foot in the court. Again, we're not saying whether the allegations are true or not. I'm, that's not my job. I'm not a judge. But I know the media ignores most of them. I agree. The media ignores most allegations. And hype up the ones against people they want to destroy. Cosby was targeted to be destroyed. Melissa Tate goes on. She says, the same media that is upset Bill Cosby is free are okay with Bill Clinton being free. Hello. And I mentioned earlier this week, the same people that are crazy and upset that Bill, Co that Bill Cosby is now free. Don't say a word about Bill Clinton. And there is a ton more evidence supporting the allegations against Bill Clinton than anything else. And say nothing about Joe Biden. In fact, during the election, when Tara Reid came forth and said Joe Biden pushed up against a locker in the gym of the center or something to that effect and, and sexually assaulted her, that got little coverage. And, and Joe Biden got asked about that one time. One time. So when we want to talk about justice and how we need to look at all women, do it across the board. Kamala Harris, who now works for Joe Biden, said in 2019 that she believed the women that came up, came out and accused Joe Biden. Bring this back to Bill Cosby. The point is that there's a double standard. And they, it seems, in the court of public opinion, went after this man. It appears that they did that. I'm not saying anything. I don't necessarily know, but it appears that they went out that man. I want to go to the. I want to go to this this interview, uh, this conversation between Mark Lamont Hill quickly and uh, Judge Joe Brown. There's some key points here that I want to look look at. Judge Joe Brown does not come from an emotional standpoint. He comes from his legal background, his legal knowledge. Number one. 
Mark Mahill, as usual, comes from a, 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 a very emotional standpoint, how it feels, what the public thinks. I want to play this clip, react to it, pause here and there, and just and just just go and, and just just go to to point out some key things here. Again, not demonizing the women, nor demonizing Cosby, but looking at the facts as they are, as they are laid out. You'll find two things. Number one, Bill Cosby's due process rights were violated. If you believe in the rule of law, if you care about American justice and the American justice system, the United States of America justice system, then you must understand that we have rules. And when those rules are broken by reckless DAs, then it is our justice system that is tasked with righting those wrongs, regardless of how public opinion feels about it. And that's what the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania did. Right. Regardless of whether you think he's guilty or not, that's what the Supreme, that's what the Supreme Court that's what the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania did. They righted the wrongs of his due process rights violations. As well, the state did not prove what they did not prove their case beyond reasonable doubt, in the sense that the burden of proof was on the state. It was on the state. It wasn't on Cosby. The burden of proof was on the state. And they did not meet that. Both Mark Lamont Hill and Judge Joe Brown concede to that fact. That right there alone, while Cosby's still maintaining his innocence, Cosby's maintaining his innocence, and the state did not meet their burden of proof. Those are two things that should have, number one, had this trial turn out a different way, especially because he had a non-prosecution agreement. I'm not talking about whether Bill Cosby is morally right in sleeping with these women, of which we know is a fact. I'm not talking about that. that. That's between he was a married man sleeping with, with various women. That's between him, his guy, and his wife on, on, in terms of the moral implications. But more particularly, as it concerns legalities and the legal aspect of this, it's a whole different story. And it's not as uh, um, deep as we like to make it. So let's, let me react to this. And... <laughs> I'll try not to laugh. And I'm laughing in the sense of Mark Lamont. Who called out the way that mainstream media had been covering the story. Hours ago, he, he tweeted, and, and to be clear, he, much of this was in response to something I wrote, but he said, anyone who was knowledgeable of American law would have expected and predicted the outcome of the Cosby appeal. Mainstream media in Hollywood incite public disorder by lying to the people about the law and encouraging mob rule. Hollywood reacts to Bill Cosby release with shock. Here to discuss his recent comments, joining me now is Judge Joe Brown. Judge, thank you for joining me. Why do you say that mainstream media encourages mob rule? I've talked to 43 lawyers around the country, 17 judges, and I haven't found one that was shocked by the verdict. Most saw the same thing that I did from day one. This never should have gone to trial. It's a travesty. Is a violation of due process in American law. It is part of this mess that mainstream media is trying to feed into the heads of the citizenry and poison them by saying that their emotions and their feelings are supposed to have paramountcy over what happens within the law. That's not the way it goes. I get people who never even took what they should have gotten in the fourth and fifth grade get to talking about how somebody going to disprove what these women accuse Dr. Cosby of. And the truth of the matter is you don't have to. They have to prove 
that what they claim is true, not the other way around. That's American law. Burden of proof. I see too much of this show up on the courthouse, voice your opinion, and get the courts to yield to what you believe. That's not the way the law works. That's called mob rule, mob justice. And if you want a more egregious exemplar, take what happened to Emmett Till and every other black man that's been lynched in the history of this country because somebody got emotional and decided to suborn the law, go around it, and do what their emotions drove them to do. This comparison between Cosby and Emmett Till is in the sense of not necessarily racism. Uh, I don't think that will hold up, hold water. But it's in the sense of the burden of proof and the rules, right? Standing up and saying a powerful black symbol, a powerful black man who was known as America's dad, America's father, targeting him 30 years after the so-called allegations, destroying his image, 30 odd years after the allegations, after the so-called incident, excuse me, is in stark comparison. And I'm and from what I gathered this, because this 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 comparison of Cosby to Mattel, not in the sense of a public lynching, uh, is, is 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 has been said by multiple people, is the same thing we see happen from the left. Oh, I said the left. Yeah, I pointed out the left because it's the left that pushed this Me Too movement. Believe all women, regardless of how sketchy the allegations are. It's the same thing that happened in the sense of Clarence Thomas. Women, women came forward. Allegations of whatever, whatever. And they went after Clarence Thomas. They went a black man, a second black man to sit on the Supreme Court. They went after this man completely dogged him. Joe Biden led that charge, by the way. And he finally said, you know, this is a high-tech lynching. I maintain my innocence. But the court of public opinion was more important to these people. And they got the court of public opinion, by and large, to sway to Nita Hill's side. What happened to guilty? I mean, innocent to proven guilty. It's now guilty to proven innocent. The same principle applies with Emmett years ago with an added layer of racism, segregation, Jim Crow. And I think there's reasonable argument for it applying to Bill Cosby. A man who was deemed America's dad, who constantly held the black community's feet to the fire, and inadvertently was anti this white liberal orthodoxy. And the Me Too movement pounced, pounced on him. So that so, is the way things so, so ought to be. Law separates us from the animals, and we can't be having, we can't have this disregard of the law. I want to commend this Howard Dean for Felicia being Rashad. forthright enough to speak out on what the reality is. And I would suggest that they need to strengthen the breadth requirements at Howard University <laughs> so I don't see such ignorance coming out of this profoundly historic black university. My, my university, my alma mater. Sad that Felicia Rashad had the courage to say, hey, due process rights were violated. He maintained his innocence. 
this is a travesty of justice. Thank God he's released. That's basically what she said. The only, really, only one from Howard University. And now I think they're trying to cancel Felicia Rashad. Come on now. For real. My father went there way back in the 40s. Well, Judge, there's, there's two things going on at once, though, Judge. That I have heard come out of that place lately. And if anybody so, Judge, I think there's two things happening at once. Justice, they are two. Mob justice. So, so, Judge, I think there's two things happening court, at once legal, here. And, and I think on the one hand, many of us are legitimately aware, and my, myself included, uh, that the criminal legal system doesn't give equal outcomes to everybody. That black folk catch the worst end of this. That black That's an assertion, no proven fact of that. But it's Mark Lamont Hill, so who, 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 who cares, right? Black men... Uh, when it comes to incarceration, get the absolute worst end of this. And the Bill Cosby case is an example of a prosecutor who was dishonest. Bill Cosby, absolutely, if he's told that you won't be prosecuted for giving this, this deposition, and then he gets prosecuted, that is a violation of his rights, and that is a violation of due process. Of course it is. On the violation other hand, due process. But on the, right. The but, but on, hold on, let me, just let me finish this point, Judge. Going forward should be disciplined. So there's that, but then there's the other question that people. So then there's this other question that people though have judge, which is a legal question. I mean, which is not a legal question. I think those two things, to some extent, are getting mixed up. And the non-legal question. All we care about, Mark Lamont, is the legalities of this. The moral, as I've said at the beginning, the moral, the morality aspect of this is between Bill Cosby, his God, and his wife. It's proven and obvious at this point. He cheated on his wife with multiple women. We get that. Right? Not saying that's right. I think adultery, you're married, you should be committed to one woman. I believe that's wrong. But we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the legalities of it. Mark Lamont Hill doesn't want to stay at the legalities of it, meaning the state has the burden to prove, the state has to prove their case, and that due process rights cannot be violated in the prosecution of a person. So he's saying literally, let's divert and move away from the legalities of it. Is about whether or not Bill Cosby actually did harm. Legally, you can say he's not guilty because the not guilty stands. He didn't do anything. American law, there is an absolute presumption of innocence mm -hmm. until you are proven guilty Period. beyond a reasonable doubt using due process of law. If there was no due process of law, that presumption of innocence does not remove itself, and there is no valid conviction. If there is no valid conviction, that presumption of innocence stands as a rock for yes. the defendant. It, 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 it is to keep the government so, so, from acting in a dishonest fashion and using its powers for persecution. So, persecution, using its powers, the government. T attached that to the government ideologies and mob rule using coming together and using that power for persecution not prosecution persecution well, yeah. so i think we're on the same page with that guilty through due process he hasn't done anything so under american law the accusations are just that they carry no weight other than accusations and they must be proven using due process beyond a reasonable doubt if, if they have not been then they are essentially worthless just so much talk That's so so, so i think we're on the same page 
So I think we're on the same page with regard to the law. I think part of the challenge, and I sent out a tweet last night that you responded to. I'm going to pull it up. It says, I said, Bill Cosby is not innocent. He has not been exonerated. His release means that Cosby, a sexual predator, was incarcerated within a criminal legal system that has as little regard for its own rules and procedures as does Cosby for his victims. Let's stop there. At the beginning of this tweet, the logic breaks down throughout the tweet. At the beginning of the tweet, he says, Bill Cosby is not in all caps because he's not innocent. He has not been exonerated, right? Meaning he's not guilty. He's not innocent or guilty. It's just that he says it just means that the, 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 the that uh, Cosby, then he says he's a sexual predator. You just said he's not innocent or guilty. Then you make a judgment saying he is a sexual predator. So now you're saying he is, yeah, he's not innocent, he's not guilty, but he's guilty. He's a sexual predator. And then you're going to say that the legal justice system doesn't have any regard for his rules. And then you go on to say his victims. So you say, oh, he's not he's not innocent or guilty, but then he is guilty because he's a sexual predator. You you do that through by, by, by an admission. And then you say, oh, yeah, his victims. But you just say he's not legal, he's not innocent or or exonerated. And you responded, you said, uh, he hasn't had any law is a baseless accusation. It has no right. No, you, so under the law, I think we're on the same page again, but part of the problem, part of the problem is in the fourth and fifth grade, not law school. American law means when somebody makes an accusation, that's all it is. It has no weight. If there's probable cause, you have somebody answer the complaint. But if you cannot find someone guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, they have done nothing. They walk out no, of there with again. their presumption of innocence intact. How clear can that be? There is nothing no, I to think answer. That, I think that, he had a right to remain I think that part is clear. No, I, I, I think that part is clear, Judge. Let me just, let me just, let me, let me move the conversation forward. It did not. So he stands. Right. So I guess what, what right. So what, what I what I want to do is just move the conversation up a little bit. I think you and I agree that legally he's not guilty. That legally he's not guilty. Now Mark Lamont is arguing. Yeah, legally he's not guilty, but according to the mob, he is. Legally, yeah, Mark Lamont admits we agree. Legally, he ain't guilty. Bill Cosby not guilty, but according to the mob, he is. What? What? So now you're equating in in a, in in a roundabout way mob justice, which is no justice at all, to the justice system of the United States. Yeah, he legally not guilty, but legally he doesn't have any burden of proof. The state doesn't hasn't met that legally. His rights his rights were violated. We're on the same page about that. This I, I'm saying the legal question to me is rock solid, but I think what was happening yesterday was. People were conflating those two things. They were acting as if because the state didn't meet its burden and because he was uh, released based on the fact that he didn't get due processes, due process rights were violated, that that was somehow proof of the belief that many people had that Cosby was actually uh, not just uh, well, legally not guilty, but actually didn't do anything at the moral and ethical level. And, 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 Morally and ethically against legality again i've said i maintain morally cheating on his wife have sex with his mother, women however that was engaged wrong between him his god and his wife legally 
two different things. Who am I? Who am I? In a court of law to say morally this is wrong, but by the law, it's it, he's he's found not guilty. Due process was violated, and the state didn't meet his burden of proof. But morally, it's wrong. All right, he should be locked up because my because morally, right? The morality is between him and his God and his wife. Legality is the United States justice system and how we handle that. Right? Completely different things. Again, what people conflate is, for instance, um, I'll just let it go on because he gives the example. Hold on one second. I just want to place... Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, no, no, hold on. Let me, let me place the question to you. So I guess what I'm saying is, can we hold space for two ideas at the same time? Can someone under the eyes of the law be completely not guilty? And at the same time, can we have a public conversation? Because I know you talk about culture. You talk about our community. You talk about values. Can we also talk about the fact that someone can be doing great harm and even be a predator at the same time that legally they're all the things you just said? No. Because the law presumes them innocent until you prove them guilty. Exactly. It is a specious thing. That's part of this new paradigm where everybody gets a trophy, a participation ribbon. Nobody's feelings get hurt. Freedom of speech gets restricted if somebody feels uncomfortable or undelighted by what is being said. That's not our reality. So, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. When, when George Zimmerman killed Trayvon Martin, and the jury found him not guilty, are, do you feel that the, the black community should not have continued to express outrage and call George Zimmerman a killer because under the law he was innocent? Listen to his answer here. They should express outrage with themselves for lacking such political influence in the selection of the district attorney, or mm-hmm. in the even weight assigned to them. See, the rules are the same. But from my perspective, I think of all the black folk that have called me over the last 35 of jury service, all of the black folk that voted a handout where you've got a racist idiot on that handout for judge and they don't even pay attention to who's on the ballot. I think of all of the black folk who don't go out and vote for sheriff or effectively for mayor or for the district attorney and complain about it. See, when you have an opportunity to do something about it, do it. And see, most of the people that are off in the penitentiaries are not in there for playing Robin Hood. They rob from their neighbors, burglarize their neighbors, kill their neighbors, rape their neighbors, sold poison to their neighbors. And the other thing is, it's not guns. It's not any excuse. It's we have got a lack of manhood and masculinity in our neighborhoods. See, masculinity. And he goes on. I, I could I could stay there all day. I won't, though. He brings the point is here. Morally, we're not. That's not the question. That's not what I think is the debate here. And if you're trying to debate morality here, that's another venue, another conversation. And we can talk about that another time. Morally, I think it's wrong to cheat on your wife, to have sex with multiple women, especially you're a married man. I think that's wrong. I think it's dead wrong. But legally is a different question. I learned everything that's legal is not ethical and everything ethical is not legal. Everything moral is not legal and everything legal is not moral. (laughs) We could have that conversation. But he brings out these points. He goes on talking about the responsibility of the women, right? 
this the controversial part I know gonna get me, you know, killed if this ever is seen by certain people, but I don't care. Responsibility of the women in the Me Too era, we have we have negated the responsibility of the two parties that are involved in sexual acts, the man and the woman. I'm gonna say this boldly. It ain't like I know that's important grammar. It ain't like Bill Cosby forced these women to take the quaaludes and the pills and to drink the alcohol or whatever the the substances were. They did it. They wanted to do it. He didn't put a gun in their head. Take these, I'm going to kill you. Take this, I'm going to hurt you. It was the responsibility of the women. As well, it was his responsibility. But that's a moral question. Not necessarily a legal one. The legal question is, did the state meet the burden of proof? That's up in the air still. And was his, Bill Cosby's, due process rights violated? The answer is yes. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court found that to be true. Hence, overturning his conviction. It's this phenomenon of retrospective what I call retrospective sanctimony, where what was then in is now out, meaning what was then popular, what was then fashionable is is out, right? I want to share something with you all. I want to talk about this, but what was then in and then fashionable is now out of fashion, not popular. And then we want to retrospectively prosecute. We want to retrospectively dictate. Listen to this interesting. I, I don't necessarily care for Eddie Griffin on anything else, but listen to this interesting take. Just it's, it's an interesting take going into the line of Melissa Tate's uh, tweet about how he was targeted by many on the left and destroyed in the sense that they don't go after Bill Clinton, the, a white liberal, the same as they go after uh, uh, Bill Cosby. Listen, what do you think? You know your take on what happened with Bill Cosby with the allegations and everything else like that. Look, first off, you had to remember uh, this was in the 70s. Right? I'm old enough to remember the 70s. The 70s is a different time, right? The 70s motherfuckers all had Coke spoons. Excuse the language. Explicit warning, sorry. <laughs> and fucking a necklace. You go to the damn disco, nigga, the line is laid out on the table. Toot, toot, all right? Yeah. When you you want to level out after a hit of cocaine, you get a quaalude, all right? Yeah. So did he rape these bitches? All of them said the same thing. We went to the room. Why would you go to the room of a known made man? Number one. Me, me they're, they're down to fuck anyways. Why would you go to a room, a hotel room, of a known married man? And he incorporates this whole marriage thing in his comedy. He ain't sipping his tea, he's sipping his beer. <laughs> routines, it's not a secret that he's married. You understand. Okay. So they, they're down to fuck. Then they go back 30 years later and say, he raped me. 30 years. I don't understand that. I mean, that's like a motherfucker robbing me. And then I wait 30 years to call the police. I got robbed 30 years ago. 
in 1984. Right, because if you notice, there, there was no... And it's him! <laughs> because it, it's past the statute of limitations, so there's no, there's no criminal charge. There is a systematic effort to destroy every black male entertainment's entertainer's image. I never... I want to stop there. I, I I push back on this, the 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 context of it being a systematic thing that it destroys black entertainers' image. I do believe there's a, there's an effort systemically by those who control the institutions that make up the system to destroy black people, black people, particularly black men, but more more broadly black people who do not con concede to bow down to white liberal orthodoxy, and they will go after you. Look at how they went after Kanye, called him crazy and all kind of stuff. So I, I, I look at it from that vantage point. But the point is here, there's a responsibility on both sides morally. And this retrospective sanctimony is not healthy. Not healthy at all. Morally and in culture, like he said, Things were different and popular back then that are taboo and not popular today. He mentioned, and I didn't know that until I did some research after this video, that they would go into the disco in the six in the seventies and eighties with the Coke spoon around their neck. It was popular. You wouldn't see that today. And then it'll be lined up. You just take it. Co cocaine was like was like smoking a cigarette. It was so common. Today that's a bit different, right? Times have changed. And the retrospective sanctimony that wants to persecute, not prosecute, someone for the behavior that was widely acceptable during the sexual revolution, during all of these things, uh, in 20, and want to hold them accountable in 2015 in the 21st century, it's a, you can't do that fairly, I don't think. Right? Not saying that these women, demonize these women and saying, you know, ignore what these women are saying, but we have to have a, a broader, honest conversation. And the thing about responsibility on the one's part is this, and this may offend people, I'm sorry, but we, let's get out the emotion of it. Like, don't be like Mark Lamont Hill standing the emotion of it. But get, let's get out of the emotion of it and think. If you had a bar and you're drinking and the bartender kept, you, I keep asking for the drinks and the bartender keep giving you drinks and the bartender know you drunk and you drunk out of your mind and then you go out and get in your car and drive and you, and you get in, you, you drive another influence and you kill somebody, you're still liable. You're still liable. You're liable for that, but the bartender is not. In the same sense, we can apply that in a, in a way to this Cosby thing as we look at responsibility on both ends. Yeah, Cosby has the responsibility not to cheat on his wife, not to have sex with these women. Yeah, but again, that's between him, his God, and his wife. But also these, you can't you can't just completely hold one person in the part in the in the situation accountable. In the sense that, and I'm not advocating for rape, don't twist my words. I think it's wrong, disgusting, and horrible. If the burden of proof is met and your due process rights aren't violated, you should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I'm not advocating for rape or any of that. But I'm saying you don't hold the bartender liable for the death that, that this guy kept, that this guy who was driving under influence uh, caused. You hold the person liable, right? In the same sense, if I'm giving you these drugs and you're willingly taking them, and we participate in an act together. It's a bit complicated. Of course, the, the symbolism breaks down a little bit, but it's a bit complicated. But we're in this together. It's a whole nother ball game. A whole nother ball game. 
So I thought th- I thought these were all interesting perspectives. Again, I'm not saying he's innocent or guilty. No, I'm not saying the women are lying and all, I'm not saying any of that. So don't read into this and put words in my mouth because I ain't saying none of that. But um, I, I just thought it was interesting. I just I, I think it's quite interesting. We got we hit the ground running on this one. Um, thank you guys for listening. Guys, tuning in. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. Moving from the emotion, looking at it morally, but more so looking at it legally. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. You don't become what you want because so much of wanting is about living in the space of what you don't have. I believe that we all share this common desire. We all want to be liked. We all want to be accepted. Everything we do in some way considers that fact. You can't play life if you don't have vision. You don't build your character because, you know, you know, letting go of your ego. Thank you for listening.